Wait a minute, I hear something. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dr. Movie, and we are smack dab in the middle of bat-crap-crazy week. And how can I even let a few days go by of bat-crap-crazy week and not have some crazy Italian knockoff movie in it, right? Well, I've kind of been holding on this movie because I was trying to figure out the right way to present it, right? Now, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. You can do your your troll twos. You can do uh, burial ground, which I still want to get around to. But this this kind of puts it in another frame of mind because those movies are you know really known for being crappy and over the top, and they're loved for that reason. I'm trying to find the ones that are kind of left behind and you know really kind of I don't know. The, the people that know about the movies really have a fondness for them, even if they should or not. I guess that's the best way to put it. Um, so in this episode, I had to bring up some more Bruno Matai, right? Uh, <laughs> we just did a Cannibal Apocalypse, whenever it was, a few shows back. Uh, so you kind of got my rundown of what Bruno means to the movie world, <laughs> or doesn't mean to the movie world. Uh, love him or hate him, it, it, it's it's an interesting career that you can talk about, right? And this one's no different because not only do you have Bruno Matai directing it, but you got Claudio Fragazzo writing the script. If <laughs> if that's not a combination of uh, bat crap crazy, I don't know what is. Uh, speaking of troll too, that's uh, Claudio Fragazzo's. You know, movie. Uh, <laughs> I love the interview with him when they're like, uh, "What? What was the whole meaning of calling the movie Troll Two when there's not even a troll in it?" And he didn't understand the question. <laughs> Anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. We are talking about Shocking Dark, and this this is really the reason I wanted to talk about it because, yeah, it does get a little crazy. No doubt about it. It does get bat crap crazy to a certain extent. But at the same time, this is probably the most blatant rip-off movie I've ever seen. And uh, the thing about this is I've only seen this... I think the first time I saw this was four, maybe five years ago. And this thing came out in 1987. So I don't know if it had, you know, troubles getting released over here. Or, to my thinking, just by watching it, it's like, man, there had to be a lawsuit. <laughs> Somebody had to get sued over this. Because let me, let me just read you what it says here in front of me. Just the titles alone, right? This is what it's known as in other areas. areas. Uh, Shocking Dark, also known as Terminator 2, or Aliens 2. <laughs> <laughs> or alienators or contaminator. Take your pick, right? Um, 
when you see here, you know, there is some artwork done for when it's called Terminator 2. This came out, what, three, four years before Terminator 2 came out? So they made a sequel without asking anybody of Terminator. You think. That's where this gets bat crap crazy. Um, because really, this is 95% of this movie is Aliens. You know, Alien 2, the sequel, Aliens. I mean, to the T. I mean, I, I can't believe there's there wouldn't have been, there had to be a lawsuit over this. I haven't dug deep enough. There had to be, because it is just blatant. I mean, they even dress up the main character like Sigourney Weaver. And we'll get into this as we go along. But as far as a cast, there's really nothing for me to tell you. Um, let's see. We can. Uh, oh, I need to do a synopsis, don't I? Let's do that first. Like you need it. I just told you what the movie is. It's a alien, aliens ripoff, but it's like Terminator 2. <laughs> there you go. Are you seeing why I brought this one up? It's just that crazy. Here's your synopsis, yo. It says, a team of soldiers and civilians are sent to Venice to investigate the mysterious death of scientists who are trying to clean polluted waters. Right. I, I can't believe that's the synopsis. Because that is maybe 20 seconds of what they talk about in this movie. And the rest of it's just bad crap crazy. Um, so let's talk about this. Uh, I lost my page. There we go. But let's 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 look at the cast. There's not a lot to say here, right? Um, I guess the big takeaway here is um, Jaretta Jaretta's in this, or Goretta Goretta, whatever you want to call her. Um, you Italian film fans already know. I mean, she was in Demons, right? She's been in several things, mostly known for Demons, and. Uh, and here, she's uh, in this military group. <laughs> she leads, kind of leads this military group. She's the Sarge, I guess. And uh, this group of military people, they're supposed to go in and, and do a search and recovery. It's called Megaforce. Huh. I wonder where I've heard that before. Oh, that's right. Probably from the movie about a military group called Megaforce. <laughs> so there's there's no doubt. I mean, hey, why steal from one or two movies when you can steal from seven, eight, right? And just throw it all together. But anyways, she's leading, kind of leading this group. Um, the only other person I really want to bring up is the Sigourney Weaver character or the, the actress that plays that. Her name is Haven Tyler. I think it's the only thing she's ever done. And I'm going to tell you, folks, there's a reason why <laughs> this is the only movie she's done. Maybe she's done some other ones, but Lord help her. Uh, she's not a good actress at all or actor. Sorry if I offend anybody by getting that confused. It was only actress for the first 45 years of my life. Um, yeah, I mean... Uh, She's, she's not good, y'all. She's not good. And 
it's amazing. It's like they pulled up a Starlog magazine when making this movie and said, hey, we need an outfit that looks just like that because every costume change is pretty much another outfit that Sigourney Weaver wore in Aliens. It's amazing how much they just ripped this movie off. Uh, the only thing that's really different is this is supposed to be set in a little more far in the future. Well, I guess Aliens is too. We don't know. It's in space. This one's not in space. It's on Earth. That's, I guess, the big difference? I don't know. But, uh, ironically, your military group here are all dressed like the movie Megaforce. I mean, they got these big padded shoulders, V-neck cuts. Uh, it really looks like, uh, almost kind of Power Ranger-ish. Um, uh, somewhere between Power Rangers, Ace Freely, and, uh, Star Trek the motion picture it's it's some weird collaboration of all that if you can imagine that but there you go but yeah military groups going in because I'll be honest with you I can't even really remember why they're going in and searching for this whatever it is they're looking for um, I think there's been a an issue with a company called <laughs> you want to talk about 80s instead of West Corp like we're used to with aliens we've got tubular <laughs> tubular company or tubular corp yeah tubular corporation it's tubular dude and uh, supposedly they deal with uh, the entire irrigation system water system of all of Venice right this is all about Venice and in the future it's all run down and contaminated nobody lives there anymore because the water got uh, messed up and killed everybody and you know that's just a bad situation so the whole idea is going in here and finding out why and in the process of doing so uh, they run into this one guy that's down there running around who's been lost for a while and he's kind of going crazy right so it's almost like there's a group of scientists that are already down there doing this work, whatever. I guess they work for Tubular. And uh, they run into this guy, and he's kind of out of his mind. And he literally does, from the movie The Thing, right? When, 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 the, when the thing is in the guy, and he gets down on, his, on the ground, and his hands get real big, and he makes that horrendous roar. He does that. He don't do the hand thing, but he just stands there and starts yelling and they all hold their ears and it just goes on forever. I'm like, man, just kick the guy, something. Anything make him stop because it's just like ah! for forever. And uh, I'm like, wow, they just literally pulled that out of that movie too. So, um, I mean, the rest of this is pretty much paint by numbers, straight up aliens. Um, there's these creatures that live there and they take your body and they put it in this gunk that, that's basically like a wall, right? Just like an aliens that's got this hard, crusty, slimy, whatever stuff. And really, what it is on this one is just like fake cobwebs. <laughs> but they're holding the people in place and these aliens grow out of them. <gasps> wow, that doesn't sound the same at all, right? Except they don't do chest burster things and they come out really small because... Doretta gets too close to one of the people that she's trying to save that's in there and just, you know, this big alien hand, monster hand comes out of the dude's chest and grabs her around the throat and I'm like okay 
if that's just the hand, where's the rest of the guy? Because, you know, it's not really possible <laughs> for him to be inside of there and bust his arm out of his chest and still be inside of there and be equivalent to the size of the arm that comes out. Just saying. It's a little bit of a problem. But again, that's Italian, right? And uh, this thing just gets bonkers. I mean, these, these, these creatures look more like Swamp Thing than anything else. Uh, but yes, apparently these are all people that have been changed into these creatures because of some DNA experience experiment that uh, Tubular has done. And you know, you what? What else do you have to have in aliens? Well, you got to have uh, uh, a replicant, right? You got to have your bishop of the bunch. And there's this one guy that's real, you know, squint-eyed and just kind of harsh to everybody all the time. So you know something's up with the guy. Well, it turns out he's the replicant, and uh, he's looking at the practice that Tubular has done, which he works for Tubular. Apparently he was built by them, but he's talking about this big DNA genetics thing that they created, which is this thing that's in the water that's destroyed everything and just how genius it is, right? So obviously he's, you know, carrying the water for the bad guy. Ha! And um, you get everything that's in Aliens in this movie. Uh, You get the scene where they're coming from everywhere, man. I mean, you get that whole situation where they're holding... <laughs> but instead of these fancy devices that are in Alien or Aliens, they get this device that's basically a UV meter, almost like an Ohm's meter, and they bedazzled it. You know <laughs> you know what I mean by bedazzled, right? Those little kits they used to sell on TV that you do for your jacket and stuff, put the jewels on. Yeah, man, they just took these little handheld UV readers and uh, put the jewels to them. And that's what they're using. And there's nothing that indicates, oh, they're getting closer. 13 kilometers. There's nothing changing on a thing. You can see the face of it. There's nothing changing. <laughs> but, you know, they're coming in from all sides, and you get the alien kind of shootout thing, and people getting taken away. You get uh, you get the scene where um, the... Uh, Sigourney Weevil, Weevil character, which is Sarah. Oh, I forgot to mention, they find a little girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's something new that they did that wasn't in the other one. <laughs> and of course, the Sigourney Weaver character, Sarah, takes a liking to her and protects her. And this girl's a lot older than the girl in, the, in Aliens. I mean, you know, Newt was little bitty. This girl's probably, I don't know, 12, 13. She's probably like 15 playing 12. And, uh, of course, she's the smart one that's been there, and her parents were the scientists, yada, yada, yada. It's the same thing as aliens, everything about it. But you also get the scene, like I was trying to get to, where, remember when Sigourney Weaver and Newt are in that room, and they, you know, Paul Reiser turns the, the face huggers loose on her, trying to kill her? You get the same thing here, except there's an alien in there, and they locked her up in a room with it, and, you know, cybernetic dude turns off the camera so nobody can see it. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, this thing is dead up aliens. Um, the only thing that's different is I guess they couldn't figure out how we're going to make a forklift outfit. So they kind of go back to the first aliens and do a thing where they're going to blow up the entire tubular plant 
because they found out that tubular was behind poisoning the water and uh, but the great thing that tubular did is they built these time pods <laughs> so that's our answer <laughs> for not having a forklift outfit or even a forklift to do a big fight with some sort of big monster at the end which that doesn't happen either there's no queen or nothing like that that goes back to contamination that's where that idea came from uh, if you haven't listened to that episode go back to the very first episode of Dr. Movie and check it out it's amazing well the movie's amazing I don't know if the show's amazing but um, but yeah you get, um, they built a time pod and so in the 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 craziness of doing what they do in the first alien movie and we're going to blow up the ship and leave well I guess they do that in the second too don't they yeah they do they do the same thing um, so yeah she uh, you think they're going to get an escape pod and go from there but it's actually a time pod so they get in it and they start typing this woman comes up the screen well, welcome to the time pod you can go back in time just by pressing this button well so they when the countdown is going on it's about to explode which the countdown happens twice for some reason it's like it gets to the end and then another set of numbers start and it's like uh did we not think this one out I don't know but anyways they get in the time pod hit some buttons and they come back to I guess modern time 1989 Venice where everything's good people are everywhere and they, they wake up, and they're in the middle of the street, and there's a little boy playing a remote, remote control card. And they're freaking out because there's all these people dressed kind of like normal or old style to them, I imagine. And then all of a sudden, this big foot comes down and, and crushes the car, right? And it's the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the Terminator dude. It's the Bishop guy, <laughs> which I forgot to mention. You know, you get your typical... You know, he's trying to, to, to save the monsters and the DNA and all that stuff. And so you got the confrontations. They, they, I'm indestructible, indestructible. And they're, you know, beating him and knocking him off towers and, you know, trying to kill him. But apparently he shows up in the past and he's like, there's two time pods. <laughs> and the fact that your same time pod is going to go back to the exact same time that the other time pod is that for? How does he know where they were going in time, right? Just saying. That's kind of how bat crap crazy this movie is. It just, I mean, there's some major issues with this. And you've got both stories you're ripping from have enough information there, right? So from there on, it's, it's the Terminator. He's walking around the street. They knock off half his face, and he looks just like a Terminator underneath. He chases her down an alley. And he's like, this is the end for you. And she goes, that's what you think. And she pulls out the bedazzled UV reader, hits some sort of button on it, hands it to him, and he gets electrocuted? He disappears? I don't know. He's there. There's a lot of electricity. He's doing this kind of stuff. There's like an explosion, but there's not parts laying around. He just disappeared. Maybe it took him back to time. I don't know. There's no real explanation. And uh, then after that, our uh, Sigourney Weaver character, I don't know why I keep saying Sigourney Weaver, but Ripley character, 
uh, Sarah and the little girl walk out and they go, we've got a lot of work to do. And <laughs> and uh, maybe we won't screw it up as bad this time or something. I don't know. It's one of those, you know, trying to make a statement here at the end kind of thing. And that's this movie. Um, I, I, it's, uh, again, probably probably the biggest rip-off movie I've ever seen. Literally scene by scene. They didn't even try to mix it up in the story. They just They just copied it and made the cheapest version they could of it and then stuck Terminator on the end of it. Uh, amazing. It's amazing. It's that's, that's Bruno. And like we said, nobody talks about Bruno. Uh, so there you go, folks. Shocking dart. I'm going to give this... I'm going to tell you, this movie is entertaining as, as, as all get out. Do y'all, have you ever heard that before, all get out? It's kind of a southern thing. That's as crazy as all get out, right? But yeah, that's that's this movie. It's as entertaining as all get out. And uh, can I recommend this one? I don't know. Uh, if you're checking out the other movies that I'm bringing up this week, then yeah, you got to check this one out. Uh, if you're a newbie and you haven't really tipped your toes into uh, the Italian B knockoff movie world, then this will probably not be for you. But... This movie's a heck of a lot of fun. I'm gonna actually give this. I'll let shoot down the middle. Three out of five, right? Uh, this is—it's <laughs> almost a four, folks. I'm telling you, as as blatant as it is, I think just because it knows what it is and doesn't care is the reason I like it, right? So there you go, folks. Uh, Shocking dark. 1980, what did I say, 7? I think that's right. Uh, give it a chance, right? Give it a chance. It's on Tubi. You can check it out. Let me know what you think. Hey, if you've got other movies that you think are bat crap crazy and you want me to cover them, send them to me. Because this, uh, this is my wheelhouse. I like this kind of stuff. All right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later on. Dr. Boobie!